You want your five-star matches? You want your 30-minute classics? Not me. Big meaty men slapping me. gentlemen this is another episode of the slapping meat wrestling podcast i'm your host randall beatley we are going to do this episode i'm recording live not really live i'm recording this though um right after literally right after watching smackdown and first off season premiere of smackdown um, uh, what a, what an episode that was. I'll just go ahead and talk about it. All right, what an episode that was. That was a really, really, really good episode of SmackDown. Um, you had debuts, you had surprises, you had all of this... V- very good. I'll, I'll say this when episodes fly by like this felt like it did um I started about 15 minutes late but I also got like like so so I started about 15 minutes late so all in all probably was about I was about they got caught up at 920. Right, if you if you take in the amount of cost, uh, excuse me, cost, the amount of commercials, plus lifetime, like I so I DVR it just in case I miss it, and then a lot of times I just skip the commercials, but I, I but I knew I was going to do this Extreme Rules prediction video, so I did want to I did want to watch live SmackDown so that I could have a full prediction as I was recording this. Um. And so, uh, the last, basically the last 40 minutes of the show, I watched live and had to watch the commercials. And so, but even still, there wasn't that many commercials, in my opinion, to skip past. And the show just sort of flew by. There wasn't a segment that sort of felt drawn out. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I like SmackDown over Raw. Because with Raw, you know, you're booking two hours worth of showing because of the commercial. But also at the same time, like, you just can't book for th- a three-hour show without it feeling drawn out. There's only so much you could put on a show without it feeling a little bit drawn out. Um, but this was a solid episode. You accomplished a lot, right? You, the main thing being set up is, again, this feud within the bloodline, especially between Jay and uh, Sammy. 
and they're they're they are getting they're hitting panger after panger with like the longer this thing goes on, right? The more it it gets better and better and better every week. Um, and when this thing crumbles, when we get main event Jay versus Sami Zayn, this is going to be, Sami Zayn maybe is the most over guy in wrestling right now. It's insane how behind Sami Zayn they are. It's it's insane. And it's getting me to like Sami Zayn again. I used to love Sami Zayn like when he was in NXT or when he first debuted. I loved Sami Zayn. He just got real stale for the last few years. And this has just brought him to life, right? And he honestly, he might be the most over guy in the industry right now in all of wrestling. He might just be the most over guy. I don't know anyone else who garners that kind of crowd reaction every time he shows up. Um, and who's going to garner so much more love when Jay turns on him, when Roman turns on him, when the bloodline turns on him. When that happens, Sami Zayn is going to be the biggest baby face in the company. I guarantee that 100% Sami Zayn will be the biggest baby face in the company when the bloodline turns on him. I'm a thousand percent going to guarantee that. Um, but you do that, you, 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 you debut Legato. Now we'll go ahead and talk about this. Legato del Fantasma from NXT debuts, but Selena's the the valet and not Electra Lopez. I don't mind it. I just would have rather liked Electra being there because it would make continuity sense, right? Last time we saw Legato on NXT, you know, Santos uh, gets in the car. Or is in the car. He says, you know, you think I would leave without you. La Familia stays together, right? And then the next time we see him, La Familia has a member replaced. And look, there's nothing against Selena. Selena is great. She would have been a great addition. But I, I need Alexa. Excuse me, Electra, not Alexa. I need Alexa. I can't talk. I need Electra. I'm sorry. I need Electra as part of this group. I just need it. But I'm happy they're here. I am. Um, we get another White Rabbit vignette thing. Uh, QR code. Um, the little pig video screaming, let me in, let me in, let me in. Something's going down tomorrow with the White Rabbit situation. Whether it's Bray Wyatt or if it's just... Another member showing up. Who knows? Um, I have a theory on how I would like it to happen. <coughs> and I will actually talk about that. So let's go ahead and get into Extreme Rules. And get into our predictions. My predictions. So here's how I'm going to do this. Um, I'm going to predict who I want to win the match. Who, who like who, My predictions. And then I'm going to sort of talk alongside the match. How I would, how I personally would book it. Right, how I personally would would book uh, the match. Um, we'll go down the card. Um, 
We'll start with what I think is the easiest match to call, and that's Liv Morgan versus Ronda. There is no way in hell Ronda wins this match. Um, Liv Morgan retains. There's just no way in how you, the way you've booked Liv, you give her the equalizer and it being the Extreme Rules match. Um, and there's just no way in hell I can see Liv Morgan dropping the title. I just don't see it. Um, I just... I'll say this about this match, because I really don't have a way to book it um, other than you just have Liv come out and beat the living fuck out of Ronda, but at the same time, have Ronda beat the living fuck out of Liv. Liv has to leave this match with bruises. She doesn't have to be busted open and bleeding from her mouth or whatever, but she needs to look like she just got the shit beat out of her, but overcame it. Right, you can make her a great babyface champion. This is like when when Britt Baker sort of got over because of that match. I think it was with Thunder Rosa, where it was just physical and she was bleeding, right? Because that's what AEW does is they do bl- blood, right? But she became super over because this is what need that's what needs to happen here. You don't need the blood. You just need Ronda to beat the living fuck out of Liv Morgan. And then have Liv Morgan come back and just overcome all of that, right? And and she's busted, and she's bruised, and she's hurt, but she still fights through and beats Ronda Rousey, right? That is what I would have happen. Um... I I don't see a situation where Ronda Rousey wins this. It wouldn't, like, surprise me, but I, I just don't see it happening. All right, so we'll move on to the other women's championship. That is Bailey versus Bianca. To me, this has to start the show. This has to start the show. Bianca has put herself in the situation where she's a very good show opener. Um... And it's not bad to say, oh, I'm a, I'm a show opener. Because people, the, the people who get put in the open spot, they get put there because they typically do very good matches that everyone else follows that energy of, right? Um, now, the way I would book this. So, first off, be, the way I would book this. So, I'm going to predict this match, and then I'm going to give my I think Bianca retains the title. Now I don't now I don't un- know the the rules to be honest with you of a ladder match, if they're going to allow DQ or not, and that really changes how I would book it. I'm assuming that since it's a gimmick to match, there aren't any um, DQs. Let me see. I don't ever remember seeing a one-on-one ladders match in a while. Uh, um, um, I'm going to say there are none. 
But if there are, I would, as a booker, would say, you know what? Personally for me, personally for me, in these sort of like ladder matches, table matches, a chair match, that should be the only weapon allowed and the only source of like help that you should get. That's just my opinion. Now, I don't know how this is going to go, whether or not, you know, they're like outside interference. Is that going to be a DQ or no? And I'm sure they'll let us know. If it does cause a DQ, I have a special way, a really awesome way to end this match. To where neither of them take the pin or lose the match. Or, you know, you can't really take the pin. But neither of them lose. But Bianca retains. And that is early in the match. Damage control attacks Asuka and Alexa Bliss. The Asuka and Alexa go backstage. Sort of like, you know, Asuka maybe gets attacked in the knee that gets got hurt on Monday. And... Anyway, so th- that is there. Bianca has no one there. The ref kicks out damage control. And then, um, you know, they, they, they put on a good 15, 20-minute match. And as they're both climbing, they're both climbing the ladder. They both get to the top of the ladder, start plunging each other. And as they are both reaching for the title, the lights go off. They stay off for about, you know, 10, 15 seconds. Then all of a sudden you hear two two collisions, you know, two bumps from the top of the ladder. The lights come back on, and Alexa Bliss is holding the title at the top of the ladder, dressed as the old Alexa Bliss with the Fiend, you know, dressed like that. And that is your little premiere for for um, the White Rabbit. That's all you'll get, right? And so what I'll do is when the lights go off, you play Jefferson Airplane, Right, the song that they've been playing, um, and then when the lights come back on, you sort of like have it work its way out, um, and you know, uh, disc scratched and all of that, and then the lights come on, and there's Alexa with the title in her hand at the top of the ring in this new attire, and she's the dark Alexa again, right? That would be fantastic, and that's all you get of the White Rabbit. But that's all you need. Like, we, we need those little inklings, little bits. We don't need Bray Wyatt to show up tomorrow. We don't. Bray Wyatt does not need to be debuted. He needs to be the guy that's in control. And so put together the whole crew and then have the puppet master come out after, right? You know, in two, three months after you debut everybody together, then have the puppet master come out. That would be fantastic to me. Um, but I don't think that happens because I do think there are DQ and there are no, this is a no DQ match, meaning that wouldn't stop the match. Um, so I do think Bailey does end up winning this in some way, shape, or form. Bailey's going to get the title, um, and Bianca. I think rest in the mid card. But at the same time, I've been hearing rumors that Charlotte's coming back and will face Bianca. So, we'll actually do this. My official prediction, my official prediction is that Bianca retains. Um, and Charlotte comes and attacks Bianca. I think that this gives perfect reason for Bailey to then go to SmackDown and attack Liv after she wins her match. Right? Um... I think that gives perfect reason to do that. 
and then have Bailey go over the SmackDown and give give Liv an actual comp- some competition um, that is you know gonna challenge her and make her better. I think Bianca retains the Raw Women's Championship. Um, that is, is my final answer. We'll save that because that is the main event. Edge versus Finn in an I quit match is probably the match I could give two fucks about. I don't care about this match. It, I don't think it's needed. I'm tired of the bloodline. I'm tired of, not bloodline, excuse me. I'm tired of Judgment Day. I'm tired of this whole story. I'm tired of Bitch Boy Dominic. Tired. The only thing I really like in this group is Rhea. But what I'm tired of is Rhea not getting respect and being able to fight with the women's division and try to at least fight for championships. Um, I think Finn does win. Um, because I've heard rumors or read rumors that they got big things planned for Finn. So I do think Finn Balor wins the match. But I just don't care about this match. I just don't care. There, I don't have a reason to care. And I, like I said, this need, this is going to be one of those matches that sort of calm me down from an exciting match, right? I just don't care about this match. One iota. This match and Liv's match. I could really give two fucks about both of those matches. Here's what I'll say, though. There is opportunity to win me over. Liv Morgan, if you put on a fight of your life, you can win me back over to being like you're a superstar. Because here was how I felt. I felt Liv chasing the title had that it factor. But she won it, and as a champion, I just don't think she's a good champion. Um, I just don't. It doesn't make logical sense to have her beat Ronda multiple times, have her beat Shayna multiple times. Um, and so give me a reason to believe in that, and then. That is what I'll do. I'll believe in that. Right? And I just... Finn Balor has been booked so bad for the last few years. I just have no reason to believe that he's some badass who can, you know, beat Edge. Right? That's part of the reason why I don't like Judgment Day is you've given me no reason whatsoever to believe in this group. Um, So, I do think Finn wins. Um, I don't know. It's just... I said, we got Cross and we got McIntyre. Um, this one's hard for me to pick. It really is. No, no, it's not. It's not. Karrion it, Cross is winning. Karrion Cross is winning this match. Um, and Drew is at this place in the card right now where he's sort of just, he's not like gatekeeping, but he's, He's someone that they I feel that they trust, that they could feed him to. He's still in the main car. He's still in the title picture. But he's someone that they could, you know, if someone they're trying to build, right, they'll let him face, they'll let them face Drew. And ultimately, like, you know, the Corbin stuff was to get Drew back to sort of this, like, legitimacy. And then you have him go straight into crawl, to fighting Cross. And this makes Cross look like a legitimate beast. Because he's beating this guy in Drew McIntyre, right? Who is an absolute just beast of a man, right? I do think Karrion Cross wins. Um, I don't know how this match gets booked. I really don't necessarily care. Either way, like this is one of those matches where like I don't care who wins. 
I don't have a favorite. I like both of them. Whatever happens, happens. And I'm just going to sit here and enjoy a very good strap, good strap match. And I feel that way about a lot of this card. Like, a lot of this card, I could be happy either way it happens. Right? We get Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. We're about to see a fucking brutal match. Like, if, if, if the main event of SmackDown was anything to show you what we're going to get out of this match, this is going to be a fucking brawl. And I'm going to be down here for it. Um, I'm going Brawling Brutes. I'm going to go against the, the experts here. I think a lot of the experts are going to pick Imperium. I'm picking Sheamus. And the Brawling Brutes. I, I, I think that happens. Excuse me. Um, I think that I think Sheamus picks up the dub. Um, and let me just talk about that main event for a minute tonight here on SmackDown. Okay. So, I understand, right, in the, in the logic of wrestling, right, that... There is ref discretion. I understand, you know, if refs don't see things because they're distracted. If there's a legitimate distraction. Like there was er later in the match. But there was a point here. Sheamus had the cloverleaf on. And ref Jess. I love ref, Je ref Jess. She's from North Carolina where I live. She trained and you know, began her career in the local North Carolina indie scene. I respect her grind, but come on, Jess. There was a tap. Gunther was literally tapping in front of you. You were staring at him tapping. You were staring at him tapping. Come on, Jess. You can't just be like, no, that didn't happen. There is no discretion to be used there. He tapped the fuck out. I just... That's almost as bad as AEW reffing. That's... That's... That's bad. Right? And and, and I told you I'm going to call out WWE and they fuck up. People think I'm like this WWE... Uh, Nut rider that I'm I never call them out. Here they go, they fucked up. And here you go. Right? They fucked up. Whether or not this was like planned for this to happen, it doesn't make logical sense. It doesn't make logical sense for you to be staring right at the hand. I understand this is probably gonna build some sort of storyline. But come on. This was the worst moment of SmackDown. In a very fucking good match. I don't know if... I've seen some people say that they felt that this... Uh, Gunther versus Sheamus 2, the one tonight, was better than the first one in Cardiff. I could understand that. It was very good. I just think Cardiff was better because of the place of where it was at. And there was no commercials to sort of ruin the momentum. But I I don't know. This 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 has bothered the fuck out of me. Just you can't I understand ref's discretion and the ref calls the match, but you're staring at him tapping. You have to call it. 
right? You have to do something. You can't just be like, oh, that didn't happen. You can't just look right at it and then be like, oh, I didn't see it. It didn't happen. That's stupid. That's bad. That's AEW level of bad refing. Right? AEW's refs are fucking awful. They'll start counting and then f- just completely stop counting on countouts. If they even start counting at all. Right? They they will literally have people who will spend an entire minute outside and the ref won't count. Right? I would have been fine if Gunther, not Gunther, excuse me, Ludwig or, um, uh, shit, what's Eichner's new name? Oh, fuck. Vinci. Uh, if Vinci or, um, Ludwig Kaiser, like, distracted her or came in and attacked Seamus or something, I would have been okay with a distraction and then have him tap while she's distracted. Right, but, but for her to be staring right at it, that's bad. That's very, very bad. Um, and so I think Brawling Brutes win. And let's go ahead and talk about our main event. That is Seth Rollins, Matt Riddle in the fight pit with Daniel Cormier as the special guest referee. Um, I'm very excited for this match. Very excited. And with that being said, I know there's a lot of people who think, oh, this is Riddle hasn't won in the feud yet. He's going to win the, the rubber match. It's the, it's the third match. Riddle's going to get his win. He's going to go over. It's the fight pit. It's Riddle's style. I think Seth Rollins wins. I think without a shadow of a doubt. Seth Rollins wins. Sorry, I lost my mind. Uh, lost my train of thought for a minute. Um, lost my train of thought. Um... Yeah, I think Seth Rollins wins this match. I do. Without a shadow of a doubt. And it's going to piss people off. And I'm going to love it. I'm going to love watching these people complain. I have one in mind. That's going, that are going to... Why can't Riddle ever win? Because he fucking sucks. No, he's not bad. But it, but he's playing he's playing the role, right? Anyway, anyway, anyway. I think, I think Rollins wins. And I think it boosts it. Rollins needs to win more than Riddle does. Because Rollins needs this win to, to solidify him in the main title picture. Because you're going to have Cross, you're going to have Braun, you're going to have McIntyre. And Rollins can come out and say, look, I finally put that jackass and Matt Riddle alone. I, 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 put, I left him alone in the fight pit. I beat him. I've, I've moved past. He's in the past. He's in the rearview mirror. Right? And then saying, Roman, I'm waiting for you. Whoever wins the title in, in, in Saudi Arabia, I'm waiting for you. Roman, I hope it's you. Right? Roman, you're not gonna you're not gonna get past me again. You're not I'm not waiting any longer. Right? 
and boom. Maybe it's a Survivor Series match. Maybe it's a Royal Rumble match. Who knows when it happens. But I think eventually we'll get Seth and Roman. Eventually. We'll get Seth and Roman. And I think this, because didn't Riddle have a uh, a match on a SmackDown in the uh, sort of like rules where if he lost, he couldn't fight for the title while Roman had it? Well, Roman's going to have the title for a minute. So it makes no sense for Riddle to even win this match because he's not going to be in the title picture. Unless they're just going to completely go on, go away from what they said. Which, again, would insult the intelligence of the, the audience, right? Um, overall, I'm expecting a lot of this. I think we do get something involved with the White Rabbit. I think it's not going to be Bray. I think it's just going to be sort of a either debuting the rest of the group or one member. Uh, preferably, it would be Alexa Bliss because that would make a lot of sense seeing that she's already going to be at the show. It could be the whole group. It could be Bray Wyatt. Who knows? That's the interesting part. And with the way this card is, the only match that I would be upset with the the with the result not going the way that I picked would be the Rollins match. If Rollins loses, I think it sort of destroys everything he's built over his feud with Riddle. Rollins has to win this match. And I know he's won the last two, but he has to win this match to be legitimate, right? And to, to say, you know, I finally put him in the past. I finally beat him. He's going to lay, right? Um, the only thing I, I think we're missing from this card, I would have liked to seen like Solo Sokoa have a match or something, but um, we'll see if they have anything going on with the bloodline on the show. Um... Other than that, I don't have anything else to say. We'll, we'll actually end the show with, um, I'm going to send my condolences to uh, Wesley Blake. Um, he was married to former NXT competitor Sarah Lee, who quite tragically has passed away this week. Um, like surprisingly, she was only like 30 years old, man. This is crazy. It's crazy. And um, I guess I just, I just saw um, a tweet that said that it could have possibly been a heart attack from a sinus infection. That's scary as shit, man. That she had a very bad sinus infection and it caused a heart attack. That's crazy. That's crazy. But whatever the reason is, whatever the cause of death is, prayers go out to the families, condolences to the family. Wesley, we're thinking of you, man. Thinking of you. Um, I don't remember your real name or else I would call it. Call call you by your real name. But Wesley Blake, man, I'm thinking of you. The rest of Sarah Lee's family, I'm thinking of you. Wesley, I know you got three kids. Man, that's tough. I can't even imagine. I literally cannot even imagine what it would be like. To just wake up one day and not have the love of your life next to you. Right? Especially that young. And there's a GoFundMe. It's far surpassed the $20,000 goal. I think it's last time I looked was at like 95000 The wrestling community came together and did it shit like it always does. Um... You know, wrestlers came up there, donated thousand 
dollars at a time. Tony Khan, I'll commend you for this, Tony. Ten grand, Tony Khan donated. I commend you, Tony Khan. I really do. There's jokes that I've made about Tony with this, even to like in my group chat. But I really do commend him for using this money for good. Um. Now the one thing that I do hate is that there's a group or there was a uh, Twitter page who posted Tony Khan just donated ten thousand dollars, but I don't remember seeing a tweet about Kevin Owens giving five grand, and it's not about the amount of money, um, or who gave, but everyone's like like it's just weird to me that people are like oh Tony gave ten grand congratulations when no one else was talking about anyone else by name, um. Like I said, I commend Tony Khan for what he does, what he what he did. Ten grand is a lot of money, and that he has obviously he feels he has ten grand to drop on this. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate him for one episode. I'm not gonna hate on him um, for doing this. I think ten grand. Like if I had ten grand, like Tony, can I just have a GoFundMe and you can pay my car off? No, I, I'm obviously I'm joking. Um, obviously I'm joking. Tony Khan, thank you for being a good person, at least. Um, And Kevin Owens, I want to recognize you. I think I saw Jericho gave 2,500. Cody Rhodes gave like 1,000. Like there were, I think Gargano gave 1,000, the Gargano family. It doesn't matter the amount and who gave. It doesn't matter. I just don't like that people pick and choose who they praise, right? Um, so to everyone who gave, who, who gave to that, I wish I had money to give personally. Um, anyone who has something to give and did give, I want to say the wrestling community did it shit like it's supposed to, like it always does. Um, I also want to say, I guess, uh, just saw this tweet earlier, literally while recording and Mandy Rose's brother has passed away. So Mandy thoughts go out to you, your family. It's just, I just can't ever imagine losing a family member. Um, like, I don't know. Like, like, I guess I'll be honest when my grandpa died last year, it took me for a loop, but it was like planned. Like, like when my grandpa was in his eight, excuse me, sixties, almost seventies, he was, completely not in no care of his health and like it was one of those things that eventually you expect to happen I just can't imagine waking up and your 30 year old spouse is is gone right or your brother I mean Mandy's what in her 30s I don't know how old his her brother was but I would assume not much younger or not much older than her and he's like, I just can't imagine. Like, if I got a call one day and said, "Hey, your brother, your brother, one of my brothers died," it would completely destroy me. I'll be honest. Um, his bro, her brother was forty. Um, man, that sucks, man. That sucks. Thoughts out to all the families, man. If you're hurting, man. Thoughts out to you. With that, we'll end this. I want to thank you for listening. Um, go follow me on Twitter and on TikTok. I finally reached a thousand on TikTok, which means I can go live. I don't plan on doing that a lot, but that is an option now. 
Um, so, yeah, go, uh, go the Twitter, TikTok account, same handle, We2Deep413. That's W E T O O D E E P 413. Thank you for listening to the Slap and Meat Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Randall Beatley, and I will see you on the next episode.